This is the John Oakley Show podcast. All right, we're back into it. Just to update the file, uh, the, the judge out west has released Meng Wanzhou. Uh, this is the CFO of Huawei uh, on $10 million bail. She must keep the peace, reside at one of her Vancouver homes. I understand, understand she's got two. Must be at the residence from 11p to 6 a.m. Must wear an ankle bracelet. Must only travel within the bail zones, which is Vancouver, Richmond, and parts of North Vancouver. And uh, must surrender both of her passports. I guess she's considered a flight risk. So she surrenders hers. Omar Khadr wants one. Omar Khadr has petitioned to get a passport so we can go to Saudi Maybe you can give him one of hers. <laughs> Why not? Uh, she's not doing anything with it in the short term. <laughs> That'd be a Trudeau solution, wouldn't it? Well, no. <laughs> Trudeau solution would be to send him to the Saudi embassy uh, to pick up his passport, and then he'd be rid of this uh, meddlesome. Anyway, uh, Omar Khadr, is he deserving of a passport to go visit his sister in Saudi Arabia, Buzz? I... I... I, I don't know. I, I, my memory fails me on this one. Was he found not guilty and let out of prison? If he was, why would he not be allowed to have a passport? Well, I guess because uh, he's still considered to be uh, in a position where he might be influenced by his unrepentant sister, who's a big supporter of Al-Qaeda mm-hmm. in Saudi Arabia, mm-hmm. and we don't want that kind of stuff. Well, again, uh, my guess is if that's the case, uh, he won't get into to Saudi Arabia. They're not quite open <laughs> to letting uh, uh, terrorists or proposed terrorists into the into the country. So whether he has a passport or not, I don't think it's an issue. All right, uh, but you would give him a passport. I if, would. Let's say he wanted to go to uh, Iceland. I, all I'm saying, if he if he has been found innocent and released from prison on the basis that he's innocent, uh, he should be treated the same as you or I. Yeah, I, I think there are sort of qualifiers there. But uh, you go ahead, John Turley. You you give him a passport. I, I don't know what the legal impediment is to it, and that's uh, one piece of this story that I that I haven't seen. I, obviously, it's at the uh, discretion of the government to give anyone a passport, uh, and they can choose not to. I'm, I'm sure the liberals right now are, are having a uh, uh, a huddle on how to deal with this in the cabinet because it's uh, it was. Um, uh, not not uh, something that they dealt with very well, something the public reacted uh, very strongly to. And now this has emerged back up in the news. And my understanding is one of the reasons why this passport has been requested is that he does wish to uh, visit his sister. Right. And and uh, we all know her views of Canada, uh, her views of, of the West and of, uh, you know, the, the, the liberties that we enjoy in, in this country. And so questions can rightly be raised about... Is that something that we want to facilitate? Well, you know, last uh, segment we were talking about the Liberals being tone deaf on a couple of other matters. Uh, when you got Ralph Goodale talking about, well, medium security still a, a lockup and uh, there's barbed wire there. And then you've got Seamus O'Regan, veteran affairs, saying, I can understand you guys being a little bit uh, disconcerted by leaving the military because I had to leave journalism and I didn't know which way to hop. And uh, so on this passport issue, too, because, you know, he's a polarizing figure. And there is something here within the Canadian passport order. Uh, I'm reading the Minister of Public Safety and Emergency Preparedness. That's Goodell may decide that a passport is not to be issued or is to be revoked if he or she has reasonable grounds to believe that the decision is necessary to prevent the commission of a terrorism offense as defined by the criminal code for national security of Canada or a foreign country or state. So you think this guy may just present a danger still if he's maybe radicalized? I I have not heard anything, including what you just read, that tells me that he is a danger to commit uh, a terrorist act. If he is, and I totally support... His sister's a whack job in Saudi Arabia. I I, I totally uh, support 
giving him a passport and getting him the hell out of the country because he may, if he's a terrorist and going to commit an act, he may do it here. Okay, so give him the passport, get him out of the country, revoke it while he's offshore. Yes, that's a good there solution. There you go. That's a fine. What is that uh, you called the Paul Martin solution there? Uh, what did you call that earlier? John Manley. <laughs> John Manley. John Manley, rather. Okay. <laughs> Uh, so it's inadvertently uh, doing something that is right, but uh, you've got the cover of uh, ignorance. Hey, uh, got to ask, still in France, this story is uh, updated now. They've got a 29-year-old suspect cornered. He had uh, killed at least four people and wounded up to 11 others and sparking a major security operation around a world-famous Christmas market on Tuesday. Uh the gunman is known to security services. He's identified as a danger to security. Not much more to go on. We're waiting to hear, but the Christmas market thing brings to mind what happened in Berlin a couple of uh, Christmases ago. Somebody, you know, the rampage that ensued and killed umpteen people. Uh, if this is the same kind of thing, obviously uh, France and the free world have uh, their hands full. But I've got to ask you about something that's happening in France as well. It has to do with Macron and uh, imposing a carbon tax. It seems like uh, people on the left and the right, middle-class folk, uh, feel that this is enough. It's a tipping point, and they've started to set Paris afire. Now, this is a yellow vest movement because they're mandated in uh, France. Everybody who's got a car has got to have a yellow vest in case of uh, some roadside incident. They're wearing these things as a show of solidarity. You understand that, Buzz? Solidarity? Yes. Okay. okay. And so... Uh, there's also a protest of the same ilk trying to get started here in, in Canada. There was one last weekend here in Toronto, as well as one in Edmonton, and they're trying to do it again this weekend, hoping it'll gain some traction. John, do you think that there's enough resentment towards a carbon tax and maybe the elitist disconnect, you know, the tone deafness of our leaders, our leading elites, uh, that we would actually see something like this take root in Canada? I'd, I'd have to say that Canadians just can't throw a riot like the, the French can. I mean, I think the, in Paris, they're uh, well-practiced at throwing a riot. And quite frankly, uh, we have uh, valves to release pressure. Uh, we have a new premier in Ontario who is opposed to the, the carbon tax and changed the policy. Uh, we've seen gas prices come down. The problem in France is you have a very elitist government that appears to care at least before these uh, these protests, could care less about what uh, you know middle class and poor folks had to say on this issue of gas prices going up. And remember, France wanted to eliminate uh, uh, gas vehicles fairly soon. I think it was by 2030 or 2040. And and without any consideration, it seemed uh, whatsoever for the impact on people's lives outside of Paris. So, you know, that, that, is, that is one of the challenges within the French society. It's, you know, it's, got, it's a very class, um, stratified society, doesn't have the same kind of uh, release valves that we have in ours. And, and frankly, we're not taxed as bad as the, as the French uh, have been over the past 10, 15, 20 years. So I would, I would argue, no, we're not going to see riots in the street of Toronto uh, like you see in Paris. But what you do see in Canada is, is Alberta... Saskatchewan and and people in Ontario and, and other parts of the country saying, look, you cannot uh, fight climate change on the backs of the poor and the middle class, and more importantly, you cannot uh, you know take money out of our public health care system to virtue signal to try and you know meet climate change uh, goals in the Paris Accord that everyone knows is not going to happen. It's a fraud. 
So that's where we are, I think, right now in this debate. Why are we virtue signaling? Why are we undermining our own social programs? Why aren't we dealing with the problems that we have in this country rather than trying to look good for the Davos party uh, that Trudeau very much likes being part of? Let me ask Ernie Eves. I mean, uh, you know, Doug Ford, uh, it will be Kenny, I'm sure, in Alberta, but Scott Moe in Saskatchewan. Uh, This is a hill that, you know, they're ready to die on. Going to court, they're fighting the feds. Do you think they can beat the feds on a carbon tax in court? Well, I I think you now have at least four, probably five provinces that are against the carbon tax out of ten. So I think this presents a real problem for the federal government. I mean, they're sort of damned if they do and damned if they don't now, aren't they? Uh, They put their whole environmental policy surrounding this and reducing carbon emissions on a carbon tax and now it looks like they're going to have a serious fight with at least half the country if if they try to impose it i don't think that bodes well for them i want to come back and uh, also pursue this idea that maybe ontario gets penalized because the feds are pissed that uh ontario is being like recalcitrant or uh they're just not playing along with some of these federal initiatives that surfaced as a complaint when it comes to these transfer payments. And Ernie, having been the finance minister, there's a conference, I guess they hold it twice annually, up in Ottawa. So uh, I'm going to ask you about that when we return in a moment with more of the fellas on the roundtable discussion. John Turley, Ewart, Buzz Hargrove, Ernie Eves, Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.